as always, I'm Ron. I'm Isaac. Shoot, sorry guys, we gotta restart that. I got an email notification and it just made noise. Sorry. Welcome back to the Chicago Maroon. It is eighth week of 2021 winter quarter. As always, I am Isaac Kirkoka. I'm Ron Balasubramanian. I'm Beza Desta. And we are back for the first time in a while. We apologize for our tiny little hiatus. However, as you can probably guess, hosting a podcast in the middle of a pandemic is kind of tough, but we're doing the best we can and we're making it work. We are meeting over Zoom, and we've got a few interesting stories to talk with you guys about today. And we'll start off by talking about the new president at the University of Chicago. So, towards the end of February, the Board of Trustees elected Paul Olivisatos, class of 1981, as the 14th president of the University of Chicago. This announcement by Joe Neuerbauer, chair of the board, was sent out to the university community in an email on Friday, February 26th. Since 2017, Levisato served as an executive vice chancellor and provost at the University of California, Berkeley. President Levisato will take over for President Zimmer, who will transition to his new role as chancellor of the university on September 1st. The decision to seek a new president is the second high-level change in the guard over the past two years, following the introduction of Provost Kai Lee last year. Last June, Zimmer indicated that he would be stepping down ahead of schedule because of health concerns, and in May, Zimmer underwent an emergency surgical procedure to remove a tumor from his brain. While President Zimmer will not be leaving the university immediately, his transition to Chancellor will have him focusing on high-level strategic initiatives, stewardship, and development of key relationships, and guiding high-level fundraising, according to the email. In a subsequent email to the university community, President Zimmer called Olivisato's an outstanding choice to lead the university, and said the new president's experience as an alumnus of the college will give him an understanding of and commitment to our distinctive approach to education and research, and to particular values and meanings that this entails. So if you guys remember, on October 16th, I believe it was, Joan Neubauer sent out an email to the students, and... He basically said the students at the university occupy a special place and have a unique understanding of and loyalty to the university. He then followed this by saying that he would appreciate any suggestions about who we would consider to be an outstanding candidate to succeed Bob Zimmer as president of the university. I'm sure President Levisatos will be wonderful, but did you guys have any predictions of who would be taking over the prez, prez seat this year? Uh, in accordance with Neubauer's email in October. Hey, Kanye West already lives in Chicago. He may not have a dedication to Chicago, but he has dedication to Chicago. Kanye 2021. <laughs> wonder how many write-in votes there were for Sanderson. Anyways. No way. No way. No way. <laughs> Gotta be at least one. Some econ bro. Yeah. Every, every, every nice kid probably, you know. So, Beza, you've got a little COVID update for us, yeah? Yes, I do. Um, so this past week, there were 17 new cases of COVID-19, which gives UChicago a positivity rate of about 0.03%, which is relatively not that bad. Good news for on-campus residents, there are no students in on-campus isolation housing, but there are 11 students who are isolating off-campus. 
Um, and with the recent decline of COVID cases around the city of Chicago, the city of Chicago has started relaxing certain travel orders from few places like the required quarantine period or pre-arrival t- tests. And in addition to that, individuals who have been fully vaccinated against COVID-19 and have no symptoms actually don't have to quarantine at all. It's a good thing because as of February 25, the state of Illinois has started vaccinating individuals who are 16 and older with high-risk conditions classified under Phase 1B. But the city of Chicago would not immediately join the state in offering expanded eligibility for Phase 1B due to lack of available vaccine doses. Um, And the university also mentioned that the university employees and individuals aged 16 to 64 with underlying medical conditions that make them vulnerable will be eligible to receive the vaccine when phase 1C begins, which the city of Chicago has scheduled for March 29th. And to round things off, Ram, you have a status update for the university concerning our one-year mark into remote learning. Yeah, so uh, this week, the Chicago Teachers Union and Chicago Public Schools actually passed a plan to reopen schools. And uh, the Maroon had a conversation with Rosanna Ander, who's the executive director of U Chicago Education Lab, and Shanta Robinson, who is an assistant professor at the Crown Family School of Social Work, Policy, and Practice, to talk about virtual learning and the CPS system. Uh, And the problems that both figures discussed about virtual learning included technology access, uh, student mental health due to social isolation and difficulty in individualized student teacher instruction. Uh, And while the CPS has engaged in efforts to solve technology and accessibility, like their provision of tablets and Chromebooks with families who otherwise have no access, Anderton and Robinson believe that not as much work was done to deal with student mental health. Uh, And both figures want to see a focus on equity as schools in the Chicago public school system reopen with less of a focus on bringing things quote unquote back to normal as soon as possible and more focus on thinking about who, uh, who can be and more and more focused about thinking about potential reforms with in-person classes that can help people who are at the most disadvantaged position in the Chicago public school system, both in regards to students and teachers. Um, So kind of shifting away from Chicago public schools, we're nearly a year into remote learning. And it was actually at the end of winter 2020 that we were all sent back home as a result of the pandemic. So I'm kind of wondering if this is a good time to reflect on what you guys, what your guys' thoughts are. I wish I had invested in Zoom a couple years ago. I don't know how they overtook Skype so easily. But my take, um, I've gotten very used to online schooling. I've gotten very used to logging into Zoom, like rolling out of bed five minutes before my Zoom class and just being able to turn on my camera. That's been a silver lining luxury. However, aside from that, I know I speak for the rest of my classmates when I say that I would so rather be in person right now and I realize the university is doing everything we can to stop the spread and based on Vase's reporting it looks like the university is doing a very good job of that and limiting in-person classes certainly is part of the reason for that I though um, have not had an in-person class since March of 2020 so it's been quite a while I had all of my classes online from home in Columbus, Ohio last spring 
I took a summer class from home and moved back to Chicago, and all my classes were online in the fall, and here we are in the winter, having having not been in a classroom setting in about a calendar year. So it definitely feels weird, and definitely not what I or the rest of the country was expecting when I went in and said, yes, I am excited for my four years of college, uh, best four years of your life, they tell me. Um, but you know, just got to keep rolling with the punches and it's important to remember that it's not just you that's dealing with this. It's the rest of the country. So you can find some solace and empathy that way, but not the best thing in the world. I will not lie to you. What do you guys think? That's so true. I mean, like amongst the, uh, between the two of you, I'm, I'm, I'm a second year here. So I, my experience with online learning outweighs the, my experience with in-person learning. Um, I only had like two quarters of in-person and then now I just finished, I'm almost finishing up my third quarter. So this is learning for me. I feel like this is college for me right now. Um, but yeah, I also got used to Zoom and it's fine. It's miserable, but like Isaac said, yeah. everyone's going through it. So we can't really complain. What about you, Ram? What about your experiences as an RA during remote learning? How has that impacted your duties and your responsibilities? Uh, well, I guess the biggest thing in terms of the RA job is we don't really, we're not allowed to do things like house trips or like big house trips or have a lot of a bunch of people in the lounge because there are limits to that now. And it makes it a little bit difficult to kind of organize and get people out of their rooms and hanging out together. Uh, so that's kind of forced us to be a little bit creative. Um, I guess, I guess it's not, it's, it's hard. It's difficult to see, to see, you know, all of these first years, especially who are kind of stuck in their rooms all the time and they don't really have the option of, you know, congregating together in big, in big groups and they don't get to experience the normal U Chicago stuff. Like, like, you know, the night at the MSI during O week or humans versus zombies or any of the other stuff that, you know, stick really stick out for us as memorable experiences. Uh, but at the same time, whenever you see those groups formulate like small friend groups formulate, uh, even if it's just like three to five people, it, 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 it does feel very good that those, those relationships are still forming despite the circumstances. Um, and then I would say that for zoom, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of yeah. It's I I can't really add much to what you guys were saying. It's it's just the way the world is working now, and I guess we just have to be. Kind of, I mean, I feel like all of us are used to it already. You know what I'm saying? Humans are extremely adaptable. Like a year ago, it would have been weird for like people to like be wearing face masks on masks, but now it's just like the way the world works. In fact, it's not normal if you if you aren't wearing a face mask. So that just like goes to show how quickly we develop habits and how quickly we get used to things. So I, I'm thinking we can tough this one out. I'm not really super worried about that. Remember that phase right about when we were getting sent home where the belief was don't wear masks, save them for healthcare workers, which obviously was the case because there were not nearly enough masks in circulation in the public health sphere. I'm very grateful that that has been at least somewhat alleviated, but it's crazy how different our opinions on public health were exactly a year ago today and i don't know maybe i'm just speaking for myself but 
Uh, I've been pretty good about wearing masks and sanitizing and and all of that stuff, preventative medicine. I haven't been sick this year. Maybe it's just coincidence, but normally I get at least one to two common colds a year. I've been I have a pretty poor immune system, but I have not been sick at all. Uh, so maybe that just means that you know sanitizing your hands works. Um, I don't know, but no, it, it's quite weird. And I think that the first in-person class I will have again, where no one's wearing masks and I can actually sit two feet away from someone instead of 10 feet away from someone will feel particularly weird. And I'm sure the university will be flexible and will acknowledge that it'll be just as big of a transition getting back to in-person as it was going online. Maybe not quite as big, but it'll still be uh, a big bit of a bit of a shock for students and for professors um, to switch back to the old norm just because we're so used to this, you know? That's all we have for you guys this week. As always, I'm Ron. I'm Isaac. And I'm Beza. Music for The Weekly is provided by Andrew Dietz, Aaron Sendman, and Kenny Taldiff-LaVega. Thank you for listening, everybody. Have an excellent ninth week. It's almost finals time. All right, crunch is coming. Eighth week or ninth week? Is it already ninth week? No, it's eighth week. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully you correct. Um, Anyway, thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Bye, guys.